Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. Time to talk sports. And for many of us, the Olympics and the Paralympics in Brazil will still be very fresh in our minds. In fact, the British Paralympic team had one of their best games ever. Now, can that continue? Because we're now focusing on the Winter Games. And we have with us from the BPA, Penny Briscoe. Penny, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Now, Penny, you've been chosen as the the chef de mission for the Winter Games. Just explain what that position actually is. Yeah, I mean, chef de mission, it's a term to describe the leader of a large sporting delegation. So I work with a a group of um, core team members and and focus very much on the team and the athlete preparation um, and how we move from preparation into games and hopefully deliver those personal best performances on ice and snow. Now, those performances were hugely successful uh, and you were heavily involved in that in Brazil. Um, Those games were real standout ones for Britain, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, Rio obviously was only last year. So as you say, it's still very fresh in our memory. And we've got a long track record at Paralympics GB of being very, you know, high finishers on the medal table in the Summer Games. But one of the standout events for me was the success of the Paralympics GB team at the Winter Games in Sochi, where we won an incredible six medals and finished 10th on the medal table, which was an incredible achievement. So what, what sort of events do we compete in for the Winter Games? Well, clearly, you know, you've said it's, it's a much smaller program. We took uh, 19 sports and 264 athletes to Rio and obviously hit that massive 147 medal target. But we've got a smaller program. It's split between ice and snow and we've got para-alpine skiing, Nordic events of para-biathlon and para-cross-country, para-snowboard. Down on the ice, we've got wheelchair curling and the other ice sport is para-ice hockey. But we haven't qualified for that event since Turin in 2006. Sochi was our most successful ever Winter Games. One gold and five other medals. Uh, four won uh, by Jade Etherington and the first gold on snow from Kelly Gallagher, both visually impaired skiers. So, you know, some fantastic success there. So our last winter medal was a silver from the curlers in Turin 2006. So, you know, it's been a little bit up and down, but I think that we're, we're really moving forwards in terms of strengthening participation across a number of the events. And what's quite exciting looking forward to Pyeongchang is the wheelchair curlers have already qualified, so we know we'll have a wheelchair curling team. The Alpine guys have just come back from a really successful world championships. Millie Knight and Menace Fitzpatrick both winning medals and they again are both visually impaired skiers so skiing with a guide and the snowboarders have just uh, finished their world championships and have, have also come back with a couple of medals and have been winning medals at world cup level so really exciting times on snow and potentially we may have our first Nordic athlete competing in Pyeongchang since back in 1998 and a lot of work going on in the military programs there to get by athletes and, and cross-country skiers um hopefully qualified for 2018. So a lot of prep already underway by the athletes themselves. And that prep, same for the the, the association itself, a lot of work to go in ahead of the Games. We call ourselves the team behind the team. So, you know, the athletes are there, they're on the front line, they're putting those performances down. They have their technical teams around them, their team leaders, their coaches, physios, medics, scientists. You know, and they're doing that hard work day in, day out over the four-year programme. What we do as, as a Paralympics GB core team is really 
try and work, dovetail our preparation with the national governing bodies to ensure that every athlete and staff member is ready for the unique environment of the Games where, you know, athletes and sports come together under a Paralympics GB umbrella as a multi-sport team. So it's just making sure that we can do as much as we can to be able to thrive in that environment. You know, it's a once every four-year event. The spotlight is very firmly on the athletes and uh, it creates that bit of, you know, certainly extra excitement, but also a bit of extra pressure. Is there anything you're particularly looking forward to about the games that that are coming up? Difficult one. I mean, Pyeongchang (laughs) will be my 10th Olympic, Paralympic, Summer and Winter Games. And I feel as excited about this Games as I did back in 96 when I went to Atlanta as part of the British canoeing team. And, um, you know, I think it's because it's that once every four year and the athletes have been working so hard. They get this one opportunity to go out there and, you know, and deliver those performances at that particular time on that particular day. And there's a lot of media coverage. There's usually great crowds. So there's a great atmosphere. And I think, you know, it's clearly what we work so hard for at at Paralympics GB, at the British Paralympic Association, to make sure that we create the optimal environment uh, to allow the athletes to go out and to deliver their performances on, on the snow and on the ice. We're certainly looking forward to following the the performances of the team when they head out there in 2018. In the meantime, though, Penny, if people would like to learn more about the BPA or the athletes and the games and so on, is there a way they can do that? The best way is to go online to www.parasport.org.uk. Lots of great information and, and signposting on that website. Penny, best of luck with all the preparations and thank you for speaking with us on RNIB Connect Radio. My pleasure, thank you. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.